His morning crew with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Our producer, Jim Mann, has such a strong feeling for cats. So we are honored, we are privileged that this morning, our very own Jim Mann has yet another cat story to share. I want to talk about Rubble. Is the name of the cat, Rubble. 30 years old. 30. Okay. Okay, we're talking a cat. A kitty cat? I yeah, mean, like well, a house thing, cat? Yes. Is that, <laughs> is, that, is that old for a cat? Yeah, they normally live about 15, something like that. So, yeah, 30. They think it might be the world's oldest cat, but you know, who knows? Do you, you know, go around the world looking for the oldest cat? The record, however, is Cream Puff. He was 38, but he's no longer with us. So right now we're thinking Rubble's like the oldest. Belongs to Michelle. That's the human that owns this creature. And to celebrate uh, Rubble's birthday, he got uh, his favorite cat food and a free checkup. (laughs) What a birthday. (laughs) I hope you get a colonoscopy on my birthday. But uh, I can make that happen, actually. (laughs) I can do that on my own. Thank you. But I brought, you know, all the cats at my house. We got together and uh, they wanted to sing a little song. Okay. So sweet. The alto was very strong. I see that. That was Sydney. <laughs> they weren't done. Oh. <laughs> They're always singing at the house, so it's, you know. I thought, hey, it'd be a good idea to sing for Rubble. So happy birthday to Rubble. 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 <laughs> Not Rebel. He's grouchy, though. Because, you okay. know, when, when, when creatures get old, they get grouchy. We've noticed. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What kind of cat hangs out in anywhere. your house? Cat. What kind of cat hangs out in the alley? Alley cat. What kind of cat is a chocolate candy bar? Chip cat. Kitty cat. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of cat? Grouchy. That's why. What kind of cat are you? Tell me, tell me true. What kind of cat are you? I'll give you those clues. Let's go. What kind of cat are you? Those my whiskers. Mornings with his morning crew. I found this really cool devotional. It's perfect for those of us who feel a little stretched at times, a little busy. It says 10 minutes in the word, and we're going through Psalms. So I want to read Psalm 32, verses 3 through 5. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy on me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of summer. Then I acknowledged my sin to you and did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord, and you forgave me the guilt of my sin. Have you ever gotten yourself into a big pickle, you know, dug yourself in a hole so big you couldn't climb out? When God extends his hand that you might grab hold of him so he can lift you out of those holes you dig for yourself, make it a habit to not only praise him in thankfulness, but also to remember your duties as a child of God. We find it easy to trust God when we continually acknowledge his justice, his goodness, and his strength. I love that. And you can win a copy of this book, 10 Minutes in the Word. Yeah, just go to our Instagram page. It's at his radio. And you'll see that you can like it. You can can, uh, comment on it. And if you tag a busy friend who needs this as well, you'll have an opportunity to win that. That's on our Instagram page, at his radio. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Okay, so I don't know if you're tired of... Just an average umbrella. I am. Oh, careful. I don't think you're supposed to open those inside, right? I did. 
Yeah. <laughs> he pooped his eye out. Yeah, just about. You know, the umbrella, you have to hold it on a stick. Mm. If you have things you're trying to carry and it's raining, it's horrible. I have yes. people carry mine. Well, we're not like you, Jim. Yeah, that's true. I picture you in one of those dorky hats that's an umbrella. (laughs) Okay, we're moving on now. Well, I can picture Allison, and maybe even myself, with one of these fancy-schmancy drone umbrellas. That's convenient. That's the actual sound of the umbrella itself. Can you imagine that following you around all the time? (laughs) Very quiet, as you can see. Although competing with a rainstorm, you have nothing to worry about. Actually, a lot of people in Japan are using these to help them with uh, covering from the sun, especially when they're out of the golf course. <laughs> golf course? You can't have noise in the golf course? I know, right? Well, they have this out on the golf course right now because you can't really take it anywhere else because of drone laws. Because hmm. it's really a drone. And what it does is it detects the top of your head and just follows you around. Brilliant or just really... What? Annoying? (laughs) Annoying, yeah. What are you saying? That's the umbrella. So, Uh what do you say? Anybody Uh, want one? uh, I'd rather be with a dorky hat. (laughs) (laughs) More than just pretty voices. Once again, Allison Storm has made another discount grocery store discovery. Come with me to the grocery store. Oh, come with me to the grocery store. day when you get to eat stale food yeah. that I paid pennies for. <sighs> Today, I'm going to hand you a little cup filled with some Ooh. nuggets she, of goodness. She makes us eat it on your behalf. Are these mm-hmm. dirty? So try it out. Let me know what you think it is. <sighs> Can they hear us? It's not that stale, mm. you guys. What's wrong? <laughs> it's a very weird tasting pork rind. They're dirty. Mm. It's actually Cosmos Creations Chocolate Espresso Premium Puffed Corn. Really? Made with real coffee beans. Mm. That's like drinking a cup of coffee right there. Kind of. It's pure, non-GMO, baked in the oven for a taste that's out of this world. Do you agree? Tastes like no cup of coffee to me. Every bite is an explosion of flavor and a mouthful of happiness. Quite the opposite. You look happy. I'm always happy. So, um, the date on this, Uh February 17th, so it's not that bad. 2016? No, 2018. Wow. I'm not too crazy here. But if you bought this on the uh, internet, you'd pay like $3.90 for a bag. How much was it? 50 cents, my friends. Yeah. Come with me to the grocery store. Oh, come with me to the grocery store. I'll meet you there forevermore. Come with me to the grocery store. Oh, I like you are. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. This is a very successful fit club. I mean, in the past 13 years, they've helped 124 lose nearly 1,000 pounds, 992 pounds. How does that compare with Rob's Big Losers? Oh, it doesn't even come close. (laughs) Rob's Big Losers, something we do at the beginning of the year in case you're new to the family. This is a fit club unlike any other. It's in the UK, and it is the Pet Fit Club. What? Yeah, it's a, it's a fit club for pets. Over pudgy 
big old dogs and cats and rabbits and rats. They haven't done a goldfish yet, Uh, but they probably will at some time. They are now in the new class of the the Pet Fit Club. I can say that. 13 overweight pets all across the UK. It includes some dogs, some cats, and even a giant jumbo rat. So combined right now, all 13 of these pet species are about 443 pounds. They need to lose a combined 165 pounds in their season of the Pet Fit Club. Uh, Last year, they had a dog, a rabbit, and three cats that had a lot of success. So there's only about five last year. Now they've put the class up to 13. A lot, a lot of success over the years. Oscar has been the best so far. Back in 2016, Oscar lost about 39% of his body weight. Way to go, Oscar. Yeah, he's a spaniel. He tipped the scales at 47 pounds. That's 80% more than what he should be. So he lost 26 pounds to get down to his ideal weight in the Pet Fit Club in the UK. We need to get him on the show so you can talk about it. Yeah. I wonder what his favorite workout is. Walking. Oh, that is nice. <laughs> right, that makes on sense. a leash, I tell you. It's working for them, too. Mornings with his morning crew. I'm going to show you a regular banana. This is Jim Mann's that is beautiful. banana. Very ripe and ready to eat. I need it back. And then I'm going to show you this bunch of bananas. That I got at the grocery store. How long ago do you think I bought these bananas? These oh, green no. bananas. Five minutes. <laughs> two weeks. What? They've been in my kitchen two weeks. What's the difference? They're green. Okay. Like bright green versus yellow. Perfect. How banana. a banana should be eaten, right? So these bananas are sitting there in my kitchen, and I'm like, when are they ever going to turn yellow? And I did what anybody does when they're faced with a conundrum like this. Complained. I went to the internet. Oh, sorry. And I Googled it. And apparently this can be a problem that sometimes bananas, they stay green. They never turn yellow, but there are some things that you can do. So I thought I would try a science experiment. Rob Dempsey's staring at me like he has no idea what's going on I, right I now. I don't know. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. Is it because you're colorblind? You can't tell this is green? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's all right. You're going to have to so, be more descriptive. Well, when you squeeze it, it's very hard. Whereas if I squeeze Jim. No. <laughs> Banana. No I won't squeeze your banana. All right. So all bananas are are picked green, which I just learned, and then chemically treated in order to start the ripening process. I had no idea. So what you're supposed to do is put it in a paper bag, and you can also put an apple in there overnight, and it should turn yellow. What? So we so got to wait. We got to sit here till tomorrow? Yes. It's a science experiment. I'm going to check in with this tomorrow. And we'll see if it's ready. Okay, let's time it. 24 you, hours. Do you think it'll work? We'll find out. Uh, you want your banana back? I do want my banana back. <laughs> yeah, because <he's, laughs> that guy's hungry <laughs> all you. the time. Finally eat it. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Our producer has a really strong feeling for cats. It's amazing. So you are blessed from time to time of Uncle Jim sharing with you a cat story. I'm going to talk about Achilles. Achilles, he is a deaf cat, so we can talk about all we want. Jim. I'm just saying, he won't get offended. That's one of the things you don't hear us say either. What? Just saying. Oh. <laughs> well, he lives in the Hermitage Museum in St. Petersburg. That's kind of cool. Wow. A little museum. Of course, I wouldn't want to have to keep the rat population down myself, personally, but that's what he does. And uh, he called three out of four games as the official oracle 
of the 2017 Confederation game. So now he's got a promotion. He's going to be calling the winner of the World Cup, which is being hosted by Russia. So the reason why they, they besides the fact of his track record, they picked him because uh, because he's deaf, he can focus. The crowd noise don't bother him. Uh. Focuses. You know, and they put, you know, they put two flags of the different teams that are playing and, of course, cat food in front of them. Whichever one Achilles goes to is the one he predicts. So Isn't what did that he great? say? He hasn't said anything. He's a cat. <laughs> okay, what bowl did he go for? Don't know yet. I don't think predict. he's done it yet. If he did, I don't know about it. <laughs> okay. So they just set out the bowls and took pictures and, and of him? And he just didn't do anything? He didn't actually do it? Yeah, I mean, I don't know if this is uh, what I saw was a picture of, like, what he's going to do, or is this already done? <laughs> it doesn't say whether it's official or Why not. Why are you sharing this? Because you asked me to. I didn't ask you to share this. I said, man, share from your heart. Oh. <laughs> what that's sport, what we got. What sport is this? It's called what we call soccer. <laughs> Well, there's one detail, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a cat who cannot hear. So say what you want. A deaf cat, World Cup, soccer. Yeah, and he but is going to be picking the winner. But we still don't know who he picked. <laughs> they don't even have to show up. He'll just pick the winner. <laughs> oh, my. Okay, and that is your cat story Thank from you. Jim Man. What kind of cat hangs out in your house? House cat. What kind of cat hangs out in the alley? What kind of cat is a chocolate candy bar? Just cat. Yeah. What kind of cat are you? What kind of cat are you? Tell me, tell me true. What kind of cat are you? I'll give you those clues. What kind of cat are you? Mornings with his morning crew. This probably won't surprise you to hear that I own my own label maker. No surprise. I love it. I love labeling bins and storage containers. And also the fact that I won my label maker. Of course. In a contest. It's the Dymo Label Manager 210D. Mm. Highly recommend it if you're in the market for a label maker, which I'm sure you guys are. But a lady in New York City is using her label maker in a very creative way that's getting a lot of attention. Apparently, something you guys can also relate to, her dog ate her shoe. Well, just nibbled on it, you know? Um, And rather than be embarrassed by the damage, she used her label maker to explain it away so she could still wear these cute shoes that happen to have like a little chunk missing out of the heel. She made a label that says, my dog chewed it and put it on the heel of her shoe. And I just think, isn't that brilliant? Because now no one has to wonder what happened. Like, oh, look at that lady's shoe. How did it get all damaged? Yeah, it's so old, she keeps wearing them. Yeah. And labels mean everything in fashion. (laughs) Exactly. So I thought I might use this idea next time my son gets like a huge booger on my shirt or something, I'll make a label that says like, not my booger. Yeah. (laughs) Which literally happened last week. It was so gross. Okay, we don't want to ask questions anymore. But do you guys want me to bring my label maker in? I'll make you some labels. I'm just glad I didn't eat breakfast Uh. (laughs) like a minute ago. (laughs) No burger on the shirt thing. I'm good. His morning Pauline is 96 years old. She lives in her house in Merle's Inlet area of the Grand Strand. Well, our house the other day caught on fire. It was really bad, but thankfully her 14-year-old nephew, James, was close by because James swooped in to the rescue 
picked her up, carried her down the stairs. And I love what he just told WMBF News. She just told me that I, I probably wasn't going to be able to do anything, like, and I couldn't get her over. And I was just, well, I'm the only one that can do anything right now, so that's that's all that matters. We got to we got to go. And I was thinking in my mind that if she's going, well, I'm going too. He's going to be right there. What greater love than this than a man laid down his life for his friends? And his aunt, his elderly aunt, 96 years old, carried her down the stairs, saved her life. He only had a few bumps and scratches and bruises, and that was about it. But uh, they're doing fine now. She lost everything in that fire, sadly. I mean, she'd been there forever, such a long time. But she's going to be okay because her nephew did what he did and only 14 years old and ran in to the rescue like that for his aunt. Plenty of people never get the chance to save someone's life or show their bravery like that. And he's just a teenager. Isn't that great? Yes. Yeah, it's something I do every week, but for most people, it's not something they get to do. So I'm proud of this. So we apologize for Jim. Please don't, don't pay attention. What? Rob, Allison, and Jim. We always like to check in with our producer, Jim Mann, to see what's going on with the senior citizens of the country. Jim? We get together. We get together a lot. And we talk about a couple goals, a couple goals. And uh, there was this lovely couple. They were in uh, in the store, a big store, the big store. And they had one of those uh, electric scooter kind of things that you can get with a basket in the front that the store actually has, you know. What are the rules on those? Because I've always You have been... to sit down. <laughs> I really want to try one, but is that, would that be really inappropriate? I don't really know that there are rules. <laughs> But there probably is. Do you, have to ch- do you have to have a credit card to check one out? Or? Yes, you do. Okay. okay. You get Sorry. some papers and Go stuff. Go on. But this guy, he was he was in the scooter. And I don't know how he is normally, whether he just walks regularly. I don't know. But his wife has one of those fancy walkers that you can also sit down on. It's got the little bench in there, so you can turn around and sit down. So she's sitting on that. He's on the scooter thingy. And... Uh, He's got his arm back there, and he's pulling her, and she's sitting there backwards. It's like a little train going through the aisles. She's sitting there with a purse on her lap. Do, 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 do. And it's so cute. Someone got a video on there and put it up on Posted Facebook. Posted it, so, yeah. So everyone's just loving it, oh, like that. So we, everyone in America has seen it, and around the world. Oh, very nice. Mm-hmm. What a fun way to shop. So you and Tim are going to be doing this uh, uh, <laughs> Next week. Next week. <laughs> so we got to get Allie a walker. Uh-huh. That has wheels that she can sit down on, and Tim could just drag her through Target. He would do it. I don't want people to think I'm being insensitive, though. But you are. (laughs) You're just having fun. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's okay to have fun. Just realize that somebody might need that more than you. See, that's what stops me from doing it. You're terrible. (laughs) You don't park in the handicapped parking spot, do you? Oh, no. Okay, all right. Are you kidding me? Just kind of think of it like that. Never. So is it like that? Kind (laughs) of. Maybe. Mornings with Rob, Allison, and Jim. Tyler Solomon has gotten pretty used to his dad missing out on things throughout his childhood. That's because his dad is in the Army, and he's been through five deployments. So he wasn't that surprised when his dad said he'd be missing his high school graduation. However, it came time for Tyler's name to be called so he could walk across the stage to get his diploma, and this happened.
dad was waiting in the wings to surprise him all the way from Kosovo. They hugged for a really long time while the crowd went crazy and gave them a standing ovation. Tyler was just so glad that his dad was home. It's like Tyler is in kindergarten and his, uh, his dad came back home and they're hugging like you wouldn't believe. It's so sweet to see them. That face he made, I'll never forget, because I knew it was authentic. It was him saying both, you're a jerk, and, <laughs> and as well as, I, I love you, and thank God you're here. Sergeant Solomon was a little worried that, about the surprise because he didn't want to take away from all the other teens that were getting their diplomas, which I thought was really thoughtful of him. But after he heard that ovation, he just figured, you know, this, this special moment made the entire thing more memorable for everybody. Sure did. Yeah, I think that, that made a good graduation. I don't remember mine because nothing like that happened. <laughs> I don't even know if my parents showed up. Oh, I'm sure they were there. <laughs> yeah. They didn't clap for they crying out loud. They didn't miss anything. Yeah, I guess I did drag them along. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. The graduations are, you think you always remember it. No. <laughs> you need some counseling, Jim? I do. Thank do you. We, do we need to get you a little help? Mm-hmm. Okay, a lot of we'll, help. We'll work on it. Rob, Allison, and Jim. Ah, uh, let's talk about roller coasters. Allison loves roller coasters, don't you? <laughs> Why do you have to rub it in? Oh, you don't love them. I didn't. I didn't <laughs> say that. You said that. Where'd the fear come from, anyway? Well, it's because I have vertigo. Oh, okay, that makes mm. sense. I'm afraid of triggering off my vertigo. We don't want to force her. <laughs> that would never do that. Force her to get out. Yes, you would, but she has vertigo, so you can't. Well, there were four people that wanted to celebrate on Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt. What is Thunderbolt? It's a wooden roller coaster Ooh. at Kenny World. Kenny World. Kennywood. <laughs> <laughs> Kennywood? Kennywood. I didn't know there was a Kennywood. Did I you didn't know? know. I know there was Wally World. Dollywood and Kennywood. I know, but it's not that Kenny. Not Sorry. Kenny Rogers? Not? No. Oh, I just assumed it was. So what about well, these four people? It's 120 years old, so I don't think it's him. <laughs> Who's Kenny? Um, some guy. Anyway, they it was the 50th anniversary for the wooden roller coaster. Okay. And uh, they wanted to ride it 50 times in a row. We're talking Alley. Not you. Zachary and another Zachary and Dave. And this is Dave's excited about. Listen to him. Yeah, I can do it. It's not a problem. Feel comfortable. It's not bad, really. It's very comfortable with trains. And there's a little bit of a, a reprise between the when they're loading the other trains. So it's not continuous. See, boasting Dave there didn't make it. He didn't? <laughs> no. How many times did he go on it? He, he was like, he missed it by 20. <laughs> he got a little <laughs> ill. Yeah. Well, he's, a, he's an older guy. Probably my age. <laughs> But uh, the rest, they made it. All 50. Good for them. 50. Isn't that exciting? They just couldn't get enough of it. They could not get enough of it. And uh, and the alley that was on there made it. Mm. I'm just saying. And she was blonde alley, too. Just saying that also. Because our alley is blonde what? as well. Uh, so it wasn't you. It was not me. But I'm proud of that blonde alley. All right. Well, you were represented there. So you're, you're off the hook. Okay, you know what? You know what? I wonder what you can't get enough of. I mean, these people were excessive with a roller coaster ride. Mm. What about you? What can't you get enough of? What's the story? 800 447 7234. It's Rob, Allison, and Jim. You can call or text right now and join the conversation.